This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe, and said to one another, Who then is this whom even the wind and sea obey? The Gospel of the Lord. How wonderful it would be to have more time each day to seriously dedicate ourselves to reading and meditating on the Word of God. Our hearts would change. The world would change. As a priest, I always think about this, especially when I experience that the more time I dedicate to prayer, the more different my day becomes, the more time I have to love. And that's the opposite of what we think and expect. I'm sure this has happened to you sometime or another. And that's when I say to myself, if I did this every day, with new love, constantly, with decision, how different my days would be. But what I ask myself, and I ask you now, do we lack time, or do we lack love? There are many people who say to us priests, Father, I cannot pray. I couldn't go to Mass because I do not have time. St. John Paul II when he was in Argentina many years ago, said something like this, The Christian who says that he does not have time to pray, what he lacks is not time, but love. Do I need to explain this phrase to you? I don't think so. I do not lack time in my day, although sometimes I would like the day to last a little longer. What I lack, what we all lack, is a little more faith and love to know that Jesus is always listening to us, even if he seems to be asleep, that he is always in every tabernacle, in every adoration, in every moment of the day. We do not lack time, neither you nor I. We lack love. We love just a little bit. The one who loves seriously makes time to be with the one he loves. We lack time for what is really worthwhile. This week we were reflecting on conversion and on the change that God asks of us. I think this helped us to grasp the dimension of what we miss when we listen badly. When we do not put something more of ourselves, when we want easy things that we can obtain without a struggle, without constancy, and we forget that grace acts in our lives. But for that to happen, there is something that's needed on our part. As we heard yesterday, we must never forget that the Word of God carries great intrinsic power within itself, even if we don't perceive it. But at the same time, it needs fertile soil. It needs conversion. We must also remember that the kingdom is God's, not ours. It is not my kingdom, where everything depends on me, on my efforts. 
But it is the kingdom of the Father, with his Son, and his little children, who are us. He does not want anyone to be lost. He needs each one of us to continue his work, but at the same time, he can do it without us. We are not absolutely indispensable. The kingdom grows while we sleep. We wake up, and it continues to grow, because he makes it grow, even if it seems to be asleep. Today, I prefer to focus on the reading we've just heard, rather than summarizing this week's commentary, because this passage of the gospel is too good, too beautiful. I want to focus on an idea or an image. Jesus sleeping while everything seems to be filling up with water. Who among us would not have had the same attitude as the disciples? Who among us has not at some point reacted in the same way toward Jesus? Master, don't you care that we are drowning? Jesus, don't you care about the waters of injustice, of foolishness, of bitterness, of sin, of vices, of poverty, of wickedness, about our weaknesses, depression, about everything that drowns us? and makes us live unstable lives, thinking that we could sink at any moment. Don't you care? Tell us the truth, Jesus. Don't you care? An image can do more than a thousand words, and sometimes God's silence is also a way of communicating. God does not communicate with us only when he's speaking, but also in the sleep, and even in those moments of silence that sometimes make us despair. How strange, isn't it? God's silence is also a seed of the kingdom sown in our hearts that will bear fruit in its due time. Jesus does care that we're drowning, even if that doesn't appear to be the case. And that's why, when it's necessary, he rises up and makes the violent squall and winds and the waves that we're breaking up to be still. But what really matters to Jesus is that we lose faith, that we doubt him, that we doubt his presence in the boat of this world, That is what drowning really is, losing confidence, failing and ceasing to believe that he is there even when he seems to be asleep. That is when we truly feel that we're drowning. It is not when the things of the world overtake us, when the external seems to flood us that we drown, but it's when the heart is flooded with anguish, when it stops believing, when it stops trusting, when it stops talking to Jesus, when it stops listening. If you are like that, then you need to worry and cry out for help. Otherwise, everything else can be resolved, one way or another. Let us end this week by listening to Jesus, quietly, silently. And while everyone is running around looking for who knows what, let us seek something else. Let's listen to something else. Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.